Welcome everybody. We are here today for our New Year's Day channel. I couldn't be more excited to be sitting in this spot. I am joined with two of my favorite soul sisters, Dodie Mitchell, and our channel today, Laura Morante. Hi ladies. Hi Leah. Hi Leah. Happy New Year. Thank you. And hello to everybody tuning in now or whoever listens to it later because this is always accessible as are all of our original broadcasts. Um, but I just want to say that I'm really excited to see what comes through today. I think we all know that 2016 has caught a lot of flack. <laughs> a lot of people are saying goodbye with cheer um, and looking forward to a, the horizon of 2017. Um, but there's always two sides to the coin as we move forward. A tough year always means growth and lessons. So I think although we all had lots of trials, we all grew a lot. And I'm so grateful for that. With that being said, I'm opening up to Dodie, who will guide us through a meditation to anchor us in and open our hearts so that we can receive the powerful message that always comes uh, in these times that we sit together. Dodie, you want to take over? Yeah, thanks, Leah. Thanks, and hello, everybody, and Happy New Year. So as we move into 2017, I, I believe this will be the year of being heart-centered. And uh, and as we move out of 2016, even though there may have been challenging times for everyone, for us as a nation, as a planet, as an individual, there are still moments that rest in each of our hearts, I'm sure, where we can find some space for love, some space for joy, some space for peace. So in this moment now, as we prepare to tap into spirit with Laura, take a moment to just be comfortable. Take a few long, deep breaths. Slow your breathing down. Close your eyes if it feels right. Breathing a nice slow breath in and out. And bring your awareness to your heart. As if you're breathing the breath right there, right into your heart space. And breathing the breath out from there as well. As you breathe from the heart in and out, feel the heart expanding. Growing bigger and making room. And allow yourself for a moment to relive something that brought you joy brought you feelings of love, peace, something very positive, and just allow your heart to fill with that feeling as you continue to take a breath in and out from the heart center.
let those feelings fill your heart and expand beyond it. Just radiating out in all directions. Feelings of love, of peace, of joy, happiness, outward. Opening you up and sharing that energy with everything around you, everyone around you. By letting yourself begin to connect, to tap in, to feel the energy of spirit, to feel that divine love through which the words are carried. And Laura, I give it to you now for the message that you'll bring forward today. Very grateful for that. Thank you, Dodie. That was beautiful. Thank you, Dodie. <clears throat> All right. So I am going to just open up <clears throat> and ask for the soul or souls that has the message for the highest good of everyone that is listening and everyone that will listen and everyone that will be affected by those that are listening. <clears throat> well, hello, beautiful souls, and thank you for being open enough to engage this brilliant moment of divine interconnectedness. Can you feel that? The expansion of the energy of you in this moment when you reach beyond the physical you into the awareness available to you in the energy of you. For that's who we are, your dear friends in spirit, your loved ones on the other side, as you would say, we are energy, you are energy, and so we move through your beingness. We appreciate you in your totality, <clears throat> for we recognize you beyond the limits of your humanness. And we engage this moment to bring you a sense of purpose and divine connection to all experiences that each of you have become very aware of the way this human experience educates the individual on who they are and what their role is here in this experience. If you haven't come to that realization, please do. Please do recognize who you are as energy. Please do become aware of how you affect each experience you engage and be aware of how each experience you engage challenges you to remember who you are. Uh, life is a, an intricate game of hide and seek, isn't it? Where we use this human experience to define our interpersonal connections and the way that we deny our truth here in this physical land of mystical experiences. Now we see it that way, <clears throat> but in your practical mind, you see this as a concrete reality defined in intellectual certainties and you understand yourself to be this physical human being defined by limits, inspired by accumulation of wealth and positions of power. You recognize though on the deeper sense 
or the deeper levels of self, that there is more to you than what you can see with the human eye and that the awareness that you feel and in relation to the expansive energy that you are is your truth. Now, how do we bring it in in a practical manner so that your logical mind can get on board with the idea that we are here now in this moment in time at this place in history to expand our understanding of who we are so we can expand our creative experience here? It is that what we that we look to engage now. The idea that what we allow ourselves to believe affects the creation of our reality. Isn't it an interesting concept? And yet hasn't it been spoken in many different ways, in many different institutions, in many different generations? It is the basis and foundation of all religion. It is the idea of faith faith in a divine plan, faith in a divine creative energy, faith in a divine force of life. It is having faith in what we cannot see, know, touch, or taste in the physical that brings us closer to this expansive creative potential. And it is what we look to experience now in all of its glory. It is time, dear one, dear ones, for you to release yourselves from the limits of logic, from the predefined definitions of being you in this human experience. But yet you yourselves don't feel that you have the power to do this. Many of you feel so caught up in the institutionalization of you that you can't imagine who you are beyond that beyond that institutionalized interpretation of who you need to be to fit into this society. Now, let's think about it that way. Let's put it into perspective here. Do you want to fit into a society? Do you want to fit into a society that doesn't serve who you are at the core of your essence? Can you find it in you to believe that we are entitled to create a reality that allows us to serve the one in the way we were born to, so that we don't have to manipulate ourselves, so we don't have to shift who we are. And each of you knows that role very well. For no matter how spiritual you are, as you align with the current institutionalized environment that your society dictates the way to be, you step away from the freedom of true divine expression. So ask yourself every day, how much of myself do I deny so that I can give over to the environment I exist in? This is where we've got to shift the way we look at life. We don't exist in these environments. We create these environments with our energetic intent. So you see, your willingness to just give in to what already exists, to say, I have to fit into this because this is already here, that defines the future of the continuum of this restrictive society. <clears throat> so it is up to you, each of you, to come to the realization that you have an effect. 
you have a say that your energy and your intent can bring about major change in the flow of experience of life as a human being. Oh, it's a profound and expansive concept, one that the mind is resisting, one that your individual egoic nature reels against. Because you can't look physically upon this world and through the um, understanding of the mind and figure out how to do this. You can't rely on any of the institu institutionalized system in place in you to find your way to freedom from that restrictive, institutionalized definition of you. <clears throat> so let go of trying. That's it. That's where we are, individually and collectively. Each of us stuck trying to figure out how do we do this? How do we live our truth? Think of that ridiculous idea. How do we live our truth? That we would even question that is proof of how far from the love that we are we have gotten. So get it. See it for what it is. For you can't figure it out logically. Because if you do, you will continue to look to logic for your answers. So it cannot come from that aspect of this human experience because we are looking to exist from awareness that flows into our field from beyond that aspect of self. Even those of you who want this more than anything in the world <clears throat> find it difficult to feel entitled to go against the grain of what is in place in this world, in your society, in your institutionalized environment. The institutions want conformity. They want to feel in control by keeping things, humans, in order, in line, in a state of subservient submission to the intelligence of others. So when you give in to these systems in place, what you're saying is there have been others that are smarter than me, that are more intelligent than I am, more aware of who I am to be. And right there, you give your power over. To an energy outside of you. To a system that is meant to challenge you. That is meant to challenge your willingness to be your truth. <clears throat> that is it for all of you. As you give in to systems that do not serve the idea that we are all one, 
You define your reality. You connect and commit to a creation that has been established in an energy intentionally out of alignment with the truth of you. And it has purpose, and you know that. For as you continue to move into this system, as you continue to try to fit into this system, as you continue to try to align with the limits of the linear interpretation of our physicality, you move further away from the energy of truth that can guide you into the expression of you that serves the one in the most expansive capacity. But you also have the opportunity to shift the dynamic pattern in the collective experience that that creates. You see? Souls are born into this world, into these physical bodies, given these logical definitions and options and pathways and patterns to be, and then they have the opportunity to choose individually. Do I follow along with the status quo? Do I give my energy over to what this other says will serve me? Even though I feel a pull, a desire, a longing, a deep sense of passion in a different direction. And you know what happens, don't you? You feel a passion pulling at you. You feel a desire for something more, for something different, but you can't figure out what it is. So it must be just your imagination. It can't be something practically affecting because there's no logical validity. It's so easy to dismiss it. So easy to dismiss the yearning of the soul because it doesn't make practical sense in this intellectually driven society. Think of that and how often you've done that. Now here's a tip. The energy of passion, of purpose that brings forth that desire, that yearning, that longing for something more, that's true positive potential. Potential, dear ones. That's an energy of creation available to you. If you give that energy, some of your energy to work with, you see, it's there. It's available to you. But you won't allow it in unless you filter it through logic and have some sense of certainty of what you're going to do with it before it, uh, before it enters your life. And that's not the way it works with spirit. Ha, so this is a battle, isn't it, for control of the human experience between the ego and the soul. The ego saying no. 
You don't get freedom to create in this reality unless I understand it. <laughs> and that's the thing, isn't it? The ego will not understand it until it has manifested. So do you see where the give and take exists? Do you see your power to bring it in? It's all in your willingness to deny the material nature of this physical world illusion. You want to know how powerful you are? Deny the limits of logic and expand into what you don't know you're capable of experiencing. Oh my. Logical minds everywhere are reeling now from that concept. We are frustrating you intentionally. We know the truth of this human experience. We know the availability of divine potential. And we beg you to set yourself free from the limits of the inclination of the ego to manipulate and control the direction of the human experience intentionally, intellectually. So it's difficult for you to think that you can do this. It's difficult for you to conceive its availability and possibility. And that's the issue, isn't it? Oh, how frustrating is it to know that that longing, that desire for more comes from an energy within your reach. And yet your fear and need to feel in control of your understanding of the direction of your life is what keeps the most amazing parts of you and your experience from you experiencing. So we have devoted this moment to establishing in you a real sense of purpose in giving in to that desire and to expressing to yourself a willingness to follow your truth. And your truth is what you know deep down inside. Your truth is what instigates that, that sense of lack, that feeling of void, the desire for something more, the feeling that that something more is right there within reach. It's your soul, your beautiful soul, trying to remind you that you're here to have much more fun than you've allowed yourself to believe. And you are here to have a much grander effect on one another than you are. That's a great starting off point to think it's not about me and my individual experience and the accumulation of wealth and power and my sense of individuality. That right now, what we desire more than anything as souls is to remember our oneness. To remember 
that beyond the illusion of our individuality is the existence of the energy of pure truth, pure divine potential, and pure love that we are collectively. We are the energy of love. That is who you are. Now think of that. That love is so much more than the romantic kind you've defined in your humanness. <clears throat> it's the innate sense of oneness we feel. And it establishes the truth of who we are in every experience if we allow it. How do we allow it? We honor the deep sense of knowing that says we are not here to fight each other. We are not here to hurt each other. We are not here to try to be better than one another. We are here to open our eyes and to be able to see beyond our physical separation. We are here to exist from a state of awareness beyond our physical senses. This moment in time, this time in history is truly for the expansion of the conscious understanding of our divine potential. And there are many ways this will show up for you individually this year. You ask, what is the energy of this year going to bring us? Opportunity for divine awareness. Yes, everyone, no matter what position you are in in life, it doesn't matter what you do for a living, you are divine energy. And your ability to know this in any particular situation will bring more divine energy into your situation. That's it. There you go. It's there for you. If you're willing to say, oh, I see this situation in this way, and I interpret it in that way, and I feel limits in that interpretation, so I now begin to open up to a more expansive awareness than I can conceive of intellectually. That's you working with the energy. That's you saying, okay, I've searched the limits of logic and created my human intellectual interpretation of the situation, and I am not satisfied because I understand that there's more here than I can conceive of intellectually. And I don't want to limit my experience, so I now surrender my interpretation over and into the divine awareness available to me so that ultimately I may expand my mind's ability to perceive my life from a state of perception embellished with divine awareness Now you cannot expect to understand it all. 
That's the thing. That's the frustration of the human being, isn't it? That you want to get it all intellectually and you think you're entitled to. Well, dear ones, we have many, gen yeah, many generations of integration of divine awareness before we get to that point. The intellect is in its most in, in, infant, infant stage. stage. <laughs> it's a different word, though. All right, um, in its infancy. you see <laughs> as beings existing on the earth plane you're still learning the letters to the language of the soul think of that when you want to put it in terms of your capacity and you think of little little ones little children just beginning to learn the letters where they haven't even formed the words that will form the sentences, that will form the concepts of the understanding that they use in life. Ha! That is you, souls. That is you, beautiful souls, learning your letters. You have not yet completed the alphabet, no less learned to connect the letters to create words and concepts. Can you follow what we're saying here as far as your ability to work with the divine? The intuition that you use is so basic. And we say this to you not to judge your efforts, to give you a sense of where you are on the grander continuum of soulful evolution. Now think of that. You each have the ability to communicate with the divine in a fluid, energetic, dynamic language. How much effort are you putting into learning that language? That's what this year is about. To wake you up to the many different letters you will be using to understand through interdimensional communication who you truly are as energy and what is truly available to you as souls in this physical world experience. It's a wonderful way to engage this new year, to think, I've got a new goal. I have a new sense of purpose. I have a job to do here. Because if I don't learn the letters, how will my children form the words? How will future generations continue to expand the interdimensional experiential process of life, which is what we're here for? We are bringing ourselves back together, back into alignment with oneness. And in order to do that, we must close the gaps. We must build the bridges. We must expand into the truth available to us beyond the limits of logic. So ask yourselves, how attached 
to your current intellectual definition of you, are you? Yes, dear ones, even those brave soul seekers that have spent years developing their sense of self as the souls that they are and their interconnected sense of oneness. Even you, dear souls, will find life challenging you to expand even further into the unknowns. And you know how that goes. As you have attained a more expansive awareness, as you have gained insight into the truth of the divine that you are, the ego has taken that information in and challenged you to feel superior in your intellect. <laughs> has challenged you to feel as if you have some understanding or awareness that others don't. And isn't it interesting that even in this spiritual journey, in this spiritual way, the ego would say, ah, yes, I can use this to my individual egoic advantage. <laughs> <laughs> ah, being human, what a challenge. What an interesting experience for the soul. And you are the soul. Remember that, dear ones. You are the soul. The collective, unified, intentional, loving energy of creation. That is you. Now live that truth. And then watch how it transforms your life. Watch how that sense of lack, that feeling of emptiness begins to fill with joy, with the joy of your soul, at the willingness of your human to explore the gray unknowns of life. The unknowns are known to you on the higher level of self, and it is this time that asks you to trust that aspect of you. Everything that 2016 brought into your experience to challenge you was to prepare you for what you are looking to explore in this grand new energy of light, love, and truth. And that is what 2017 is. A beautiful unveiling of the truth of the divine creative process of you. Okay. That's awesome. I really, really love that. And I, I feel like always I relate and to everything that comes through it. You know, you think you get used to it, but that's divinity and, and our oneness is like being connected to the information and uh, everyone who tunes in and we're all a part of it and the highest good and our higher selves bringing in that message that we're all joining for so that's that's what it is for me uh, but I really resonated when it went into really looking at the concept of living your truth and and something that I process that I actually have been wanting to write about lately is like the words authentic and and things that we set to seek after and I think that in a way it, it's the idea of feeling as though we need to seek it like automatically separates it from us and 
as the channel was saying, we look to others who I think come in and, and they're pitching that, like, you know, that we will we will guide you to your authentic life or we will we will give you the truth of, of how you're meant to exist for your best experience. And and I've always been very weary of that because I feel just like the channel said that it is actually taking that power away from you that the answer to those questions, the truth of who you are, your authenticity is is within you. And I think even if, you know, in our own judgment of self, our lives aren't all together, you know, or we're not where we think we're possible of being, in our truth, we are still living authentic to ourselves. We're experiencing what we need to experience to go where we're going. I, I think to deny that of ourselves is unnecessary any longer because it can create this sort of shameful doubt in yourself, I think, sometimes that you're not where you need to be because you're not authentic to your soul. Or You know, it's just being aware of that pressure that we put on ourselves to just because really in this moment, who you are, what you've done, what you're going to do it is your soul living, you know, in, in our journey to do that. You know what I mean? And the funny thing is, as you say that, the shame and the guilt takes you even further from your truth. Exactly. So it's, it's, it's the interesting dynamic of the human experience. Right. All right. So when I feel like I've stepped off my path, do I judge myself, bring myself further away from my truth, or can I love myself and accept that I'm human? I mean, you know, I did a human yeah. thing. And yeah, Dode, you have something to add? Uh, you know, it's interesting, Laura, this morning I uh, I was listening to a Bob Marley song, um, Redemption Song, and the words are, emancipate yourself from mental slavery, none but yourself can free your mind. And I thought of how big that was and how, what is the mechanism for freeing our mind? And then as I listened to what was coming through uh, today for us, and, uh, the, and Spirit was encouraging us to... Uh, get out of the logical mind and to live for the soul and I was thinking to myself give me the mechanism show me uh, open a little door of light and show me how that moves and then they talked about have a little more fun and don't be so stuck on trying to know what the plan is be open to what your soul in any moment is moving you to discover and I thought those are mechanisms right there that place yourself in joyful positions in joyful experiences have a little more fun and in those moments it's easier to feel the soul it's just easier and instead of instead of needing to have the plan have those moments of faith when you can say, you know what, I don't have a plan. My little mind can't figure it out, but I know the bigger part of me can, and I'm just going to be open to it. And I thought, gosh, those are mechanisms right there. Like, what more do I need? Just know that it's coming forward. And then the, the last piece of that that I sort of pulled it together for me was when um, the 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 concept of spend more time connecting. Mm-hmm. Spend more time connecting to that which which is not in the physical world. Find the ways to stay connected to the divine, to the spirit, and and learn the language 
learn the letters that make the words, that make the concepts, mm. that make the change. Mm. So it, it all, you know, right from those first words of that song this morning when I listened to it, this all just kind of drew this beautiful picture for me. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Wonderful, dear Dodie. As you know, the more you engage the energy, the more the energy comes forth in your human experience. So there is no doubt relevance to what it is you are willing to give as far as time, in quotes, to the energy. How much of your human experience are you willing to look to the energy and not to the material realm? Can you pull yourself away from that human interpretation on a consistent basis to become more aware of the availability of expansive awareness and creative potential. We limit our ability to create in our reality because of the victim stance we take to life. So now, apply everything you've just said, but add one little piece, dear one, for the joy. Make it curiosity. See yourself as that brilliant little child born onto this earth with no sense of certainty in what they have to do. They are here to explore being human, here to explore the gifts in every situation, in every moment. They look for what else is life going to bring me? What other experiences can I engage? Where can I find more joy? Where can I find more adventure? Where can I feel more excited about being me? That was amazing. That was my post today that I said, I was like, I feel so magical, magical and curious, like just moving into this year. Cause I like had just put posted, like letting go of the victim role of like, just because, and it was saying in something that I read and it was like a Buddhist style influence that, um, the wound that we hold on to is in the head. That if we move into the roots, if we move into our heart, into just being present and we're out of our head, there is no wound. You can't have a wound if you're not in your head thinking about it. Otherwise, it's not there. So it's like you move out of the wound and you become present. And and when I did that, and when I stepped out of this victimhood, when I stepped out of that wound and I came out of my head, I walked right into a magical curiosity of the moment where I was just like, man, like all of a sudden it was that. And I saw the child. I was like, that's what that is. It's important to use the visualization, dear Leah. The human mind needs it to see yourself as a curious child in the midst of great, great intellectual challenge. It'll shift the dynamic nature of the creation of the experience. And that's what we're trying to get across here. You're a part of the creative energy of that experience. Your willingness to shift the level of consciousness or frequency that you're using to engage that experience changes the experience. And you really have to work with it to prove it to logic so that you can live it. That's why you want to be curious now. Go into 2017 wide-eyed with no sense of certainty in anything. Be curious to see how life is going to change for you. Don't resist change and don't think change is bad. It all comes forward for a divine purpose your mind cannot conceptualize in that particular moment. That's the challenge of being human, to allow yourself to surrender to a sense of knowing inside. Your, your gut will define for you the movements forward if you choose to believe 
in what you can't tangibly conceptualize, but understand that you know. Yeah, I think that that is totally true and I just feel it in every way like and it makes me think of a book that you gave me Laura um it was one of the Jesus books I think he like channels Jesus and it's like he does a series of them um but it says that miracles come to the mind that doesn't need to know and the heart that is open that we lay the groundwork for them to take place because it's within the like our controlling minds that are actually trying to steer the ship that rule out so much. So it's like when you can come to that place of curiosity that, you know what, there is magic around every corner and something interesting and cool and something beyond what I'm calculating in my mind is possible at every turn is when these beautiful things are given the permission to come in, these miracles, these groundbreaking changes um, that are positive and, and, fun like the child spirit you know mm-hmm. Dodi anything uh, such a big thing right now Lord <laughs> yeah no I'm just just asking just offering the opportunity but I think like I also yeah. like just find so much excitement moving into 2017 you know just because you know, it's interesting to me that I thought, and I feel like maybe I think this a lot, but it's 2016 was my year, or this is your year, and it's like you keep feeling like it's your year of graduation, or the year you're going to get something, or the year you're going to let something go, and then we went through this whole year, and it was just the the epitome of the lessons. It's like they all, when we thought maybe we, we had graduated, blew up a little bit. <laughs> it, it, this is what they're saying. It was one evolutionary process after another. And what it is preparing for you to understand is that is life. There's no where to get to. Right. There's no goal that is the ultimate goal, and once we achieve it, we're done. No, that's not what we're here for. We are here to continue to explore all that we're capable of experiencing here. And that's why we say, and we give you that image of the letters. You are at the base, base, base level of being divine spiritual potential in a physical environment. We're still so attached to our physicality. How can we expand into all of the divine potential available to us if we are still identifying in such a limited fashion? That's what this generation is here to break free from. And that is why these millennials don't like the... I know, how do I say that? Oh, it's like that... Oh, man, I keep seeing, like, you know, the Pink Floyd, the wall, the plastic faces, and everybody being in a line. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, yeah like the, the construct of what is right now, the societal construct yeah. of the way we do it right now. The, yes, the, the institutionalization yeah. of our humanness. Yeah. That's what they're saying. Yeah, the, yeah. the monotony projection. of conformity. Yeah, no. yeah, that's exactly what working. these millennials are resisting. <laughs> right. They intuitively understand that there's something inside of them that won't let them give in to the status quo, that won't let them just align. And that's the issue here. Their resistance comes from a deep sense of knowing. It's not a lazy generation. This is the generation that says we won't give our divine potential over to this limited material existence 
there were generations that existed in that way that felt it important to figure out how to master being physical and that's fine for them but here's the gift the true concept that will bring you freedom we are individual aspects of one divine creative energy individual unique expressions of divine potential and we are here to explore our individual unique expression of that divine energy and these Millennials know that they're not here to follow along with something somebody else has already experienced they're here to see what else we can experience those and others in this world at this time standing against the status quo resisting the over institutionalization of their divine potential many different forms have manifested at this time in history to assist in the process of breaking free of the limits of the institutionalization of humanity so isn't it interesting as you really look at the global community and the intent of those in power to continue to institutionalize the human experience at this time so the resistance is real dear ones and the resistance is actually the energy of truth of you that asks you not to give in to the egoic identity defined by material superiority do you want to say something? I, I do. You know, it's so interesting is that I, I, I just saw this just, just right in front of my eyes, how even those who feel they are really working and operating on a spiritual level have, have, have embraced this notion that somehow the universe is going to deliver us a new year with different energy, the different, different, it's going to be different. We're going to get something different. And the message here, I feel, is just what they said, that this is it. It is. How do you now free yourself from, from being a victim to whatever is happening in the energy? Does not, doesn't need to deliver you something different. We need to expand. We need to reconnect our divine nature to all that exists in the energy to to create in this energy instead of thinking that 2007 is going to be delivering something different let it deliver you into this awareness of really how divine you are how divine we all are how how connected we all are how we can how we can dive into this beautiful creative energy begin to make something new out of it so that as these life experiences keep coming at us because they will as long as we're physical it just begins to take on a whole new meaning a whole new mm -hmm. level mm -hmm. it is up to you individually to shift your state of perception that will then shift the way your energy affects the collective experience and bring about a sense of entitlement to shift their state of perception for other individuals. 
It is how it works here. And you don't want to use the word need, dear Dodie. You don't want to put that weight on you, some sense of responsibility. That will affect you. That will give you some sense of duty that you must accommodate. And you don't want to go there with this. This is about being, pure beingness, freedom to be in every moment, whatever it is you feel guided to be. That's what's missing in this society. There are so many do's and don'ts and so much we must feel responsible for achieving here that there cannot be that sense of freedom to explore something that shows up in your field spontaneously. And yet that's the true interactive process of life. To realize that spirit is constantly shifting your reality to get your attention. Pay attention. Pay attention to the way the divine shows up in your life now. Pay attention to what you're experiencing from a place of curiosity. And continue to approach life in that way that says, well, how interesting that I am now engaging this experience. And how interesting the way this experience is affecting my ability to feel the love that I am to be the love that I am. There's a marker. You want to check in and know if you are astutely aligned with the soul that you are? Ask yourself how far from love are you in your thoughts and in your actions? How loving can you be when your situation does not appear loving to your intellect at all? Hmm. It's always love, dear one. And it's up to you to find the love. That's the challenge. I feel on it. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm like, like set goal love. Here I go. 2017. Totally. <laughs> it just, I, I feel like I can't say anything besides how excited I am and I, I completely agree with the channel and Laura and Dodie that it's not about all of a sudden our lives become this easy bump free experience that nothing happens because it is the material plane and as long as our minds tell us what an easy life is we're going to experience something different right so it's really just about you know the evolution of our own ability to move through everything not that it all changes but that we do um and and i feel like i'm totally ready for that yes absolutely absolutely leah you are on it you understand that that's it everything is going to continue to be challenging but it is your ability to stay in your truth to look for the love that will allow you to move more gracefully through each experience. And that's what we're looking for. That's peace on earth. It's not when everything is all perfect in the human mind. It's when the human mind is in alignment with the soul, with the love that you are, that allows the love to come through, to be realized in an experience. Maybe not intellectually, but soulfully. When you're willing to believe there's love in an experience that looks loveless, you open the door for the love to come into that experience. And that's how you wanna go forward. That's how you wanna approach this year and this life with a willingness to know that if I hold the space for the love that I am to come forward, it will. 
and it will guide me, it will inspire me, and it will bring me a sense of balance in my understanding of who we are as souls in this human experience. That's where we get lost, isn't it? When we think life should be this way or that way according to our humanness, we are taking away the true sense of purpose that the soul is bringing us in these experiences. And we get lost in that. And we get attached to that. And we are looking for ways to get through life without allowing it to take us down. And that comes with a true sense of reverence in every experience. For we are the creators. And we are love. And we are only looking to exercise our right to be pure, divine potential in this physical world. So constantly check in and ask yourself, am I pure divine potential? Remember the child, because the child is innocence. The child is pure divine potential. And that child exists in you. So find it always in your willingness to be curious as to what life could possibly looking to teach you in every moment. We engage you as the energy of a truthful sense of loving, loving, creative energy. This is most definitely a moment of divine potential on the earth plane and people are expanding into truth in ways they never could imagine. Be open for miracles, be open for the mysteries of life to show you the true unfolding of you. All right. That was beautiful. Thank you so much, Laura, for tuning in for us today. And Dodie, for your awesome wisdom and peaceful spirit always joining us. Hmm. It is a blessing so to nice be. so nice to be with you guys. So nice. Thank you for this message, Laura. Thank you, Leah, for your, your brightness. You're so bright and just it's beautiful to hear you. And uh, Laura, thanks for being such a pure your channel. Oh, thanks, Dodie, for the meditation. It was beautiful and for adding your energy and wisdom and insight. Uh, I just want to say Happy New Year to everybody and hope it's filled with magic. Yay, I'm feeling the love. <laughs> Happy New Year, everybody. We'll give you a heads up for the next time we get together and offer a broadcast or channel uh, to send your way. Um, thanks for tuning in. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.